0: Hey gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. hey gems i feel like it's been a long time since we have chatted but in actuality it's only been a few days so um the funny thing is that i i feel like when i'm reporting these podcasts like I'm having a conversation with a friend and so since it's been a few days since I last recorded cuz I batched content last time um I feel like it's been a long time like let's catch up but anyway let me let me continue on to the good stuff right today I wanted to talk about the three things that I learned from my mentor last year so at the end of 2018 it was Thanksgiving and I kind of identified a person as someone who I wanted to mentor me, and so um, you know, I I personally wasn't even sure about what that process looked like when I made the request. Um, but I got some clarity on it, and they asked me, you know, what does that look like? What are your expectations and all of that? Um, but once I got clarity and kind of figured out what that looked like for me or what the outcomes would be, um, we kind of started that mentorship process and. If you're not listening to the How to Be a Baddie podcast, you should. Um, Ashlyn has a podcast, which I'll probably link in the show notes, on mentorship and how important it is. And I think that mentorship and peer support are the two most underrated and underutilized resources that we have, um, both being really significant and important for their own reasons, which I'll probably do a different podcast on. But um, mentorship is something that's really important and something that every uh, individual should have in in whatever aspect of life that they feel like it could be most valuable for them. So, um, anyway, forgive me. Uh, I think mentorship is really important because we expect for children, we expect for, you know, um, professionals and other people that are really high achieving. We don't question the idea that they have mentors, but for whatever reason, sometimes we have a block, um, or an obstacle in the way of us being able to invest in ourselves in that way. So, If you haven't got a mentor, I highly suggest that you start looking um, to to find somebody that can kind of walk with you through that process. Uh, The top three things that I learned through this process of mentorship in the last year was the first being to prioritize rest. Now, this was not something that I thought the things that I learned were not what I was expecting to have learned. So you do have to have an open mind and know that this person has more information than you and more experience and wisdom um, in what they do than you and be able to take a backseat and listen to what they're saying truly and apply it to your life because you also want to, in being a good mentor, you want to make others kind of a little bit of like wanting to make them proud, but you can only do that if you're actually implementing the things that they say and, The wisdom that they share with you, right? Like there's no repercussions for not doing what they say or anything like that, other than maybe them not wanting to mentor you anymore or feeling like it's a waste of their time. There comes Fatima. Every time I'm recording, she thinks that this is a podcast for her. Like, you can't talk, girl. Can you lay down? Okay. Well, so she's here with me now. Anyway, Um, prioritizing arrest was the first thing that I learned. And because my mentor, I had two other mentors that were, uh, black men in a certain field and they still are my mentors. Um, and I really appreciate their guidance and support. Uh, but I felt like I needed a female, a female, a black female, uh, mentor to kind of help me in a different way and be able to relate to me and for me to relate to, um, on another level. And that was really, really helpful for me to identify what I needed and then, and then seek that out. So, um, as a woman, she's able to speak to certain things that a man can't, such as like hormones and, um, aging as a woman and in certain industries. And, um, you know, some of the things that women experience that men don't, and that really contribute to productivity and performance for women. And so one of the main things that, one of the main topics of our conversations has been about rest and slowing down and taking time to really Um, allow for yourself and your body to do what it naturally does and helping it in that process, whether it's nutrition, whether it's activity, whether it's sleep. So what I'm doing this year is implementing a bedtime. I'm giving myself a bedtime. So this year I have decided I'm going to bed between 10 and 11 PM um, so that I can wake up around six or seven and feel rested and alert for the day because I do work quite a bit. And rest is the foundation of you know, productivity and performance. So I'm prioritizing rest. That's number one. I, that means I'm scaling back in my um, in my hours worked and things like that. I'm doing sprints instead of just trying to work um, for hours at a time, which I can explain in a different podcast. I'm implementing the bedtime. I'm creating boundaries. So I'm not taking clients um, at certain times anymore on weekends. Um, and things like that, so that I have the time to recharge and reconnect with myself and the people that I care about most. And I'm also, I guess, afforded that opportunity because I'm getting closer and closer to reaching my goal. So I feel like I can let off on the brakes because I see the end in sight and know that I will hit it. So I'm kind of preparing myself to transition into a different um, a different lifestyle as i as I switch, switch. Not careers per se, but switch up the things that I'm doing and switching up my schedule. So that was the first thing, prioritizing rest. The second thing that I learned was being able to identify what, not what your why is, it's kind of like what your why is, but understanding what your story is. And so all of the the business, marketing, entrepreneur stuff that I have seen has confirmed that, which is what she said. And when I was talking to her, I wasn't even talking about building any businesses or anything like that. But I do spend a lot of time listening to and downloading entrepreneurial information and how to grow and scale a business. But from talking to her, um, it was kind of like this, this common denominator that knowing what your story is and how unique it is and how to best tell that story is your greatest asset. Because at the end of the day, you're a snowflake. No one else has your set of life experiences with your perspective, with your solutions to the problems that the world has. And so even if two people are teaching a course on education, no one's going to teach it like you. And so if you can own your story and be able to share it and tell it in the right way, then that can really take you a long way. And not just business, but self-acceptance, transforming your relationships and experiencing life in a different way because you're solid and grounded in knowing who you are. And so having that conversation with her was really, really significant for me because I had already kind of scratched the surface of that, but really grew to understand what that looked like in my life and what impact that has had on how I am as a person and how driven I am and how you know certain roadblocks continue to come back even though I feel like I've gotten past them and things like that. So the second thing was really being able to identify your story. What makes you unique? And then the third thing that I learned from her last year was that story, that unique set of life experiences and the assets that you bring to life are the thing that you need to use. Propel you moving forward. So, knowing that your story is what drives you and keeps you going is what helps you to continue to generate energy to pull from when life gets challenging, when you're working a 13 hour day and you're tired, you know? Um, And so, those were the top three things that I learned and really aim to implement every single day in um, my personal life and in my business in 2020 and moving forward. And I just wanted to share those things with you because maybe some of those things help you to focus and kind of tailor things back this year. I think that oftentimes we take on too much stuff, um, too too many goals or too many things at one time when really what we need to do is kind of bring it back to the basics and scale back. And it's kind of a abundance versus scarcity mindset, because I was like, well, if I'm, if I have a bedtime and I'm not working till one in the morning, then I'm not going to be making as much progress. Um, But if I'm working till one in the morning and I'm exhausted and I wake up the next day and I'm exhausted and have to work another 12 hour day, what is the quality of the work that I'm producing at that point. So it really kind of made me look back and uh, face that mindset and really come up with ways to better understand that if I believe that I come from an abundant source, then I know that slowing down is going to work in my favor, not hold me back from making progress. So if um, one of these tips is something that you hope to implement this quarter, Um, or this year in your personal or professional life, I would love to hear about it and support you in whatever way that I can. Um, If you want to hear more about mentorship uh, or peer support, please let me know. Send me a DM or an email or a message. I also wanted to inquire about the length of the podcast because I like to keep them short and sweet so that it's Action oriented things that you can apply to your life, and I just feel like if they're really long podcasts or or more lengthy that it might be more challenging to know exactly what you're supposed to do. I want you to pick one of the, the tips that I share in an episode and then apply it and see what happens. Um, so if you would like to hear longer podcasts, let me know. But if you like the length that they're, they are now, also let me know because I'm making all of this content with you in mind and hope to um, meet your needs by you know, just adding value with the information that I share. So I can't wait to talk to you next time, Gems. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.